Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Pretty face like that, I can't be mad at you. An independent woman with an attitude. I can give you what you want, but you don't really need it, cause you never want for nothing. So I wouldn't be wrong to ask you to my place. If you tell me that you can't, then baby, it's so. Hi, and welcome to Crimes to Remember. My name is Sherry Franklin, and my co-host today, of course, is the phenomenal producer, Neil. How are you today, Neil? Hey, what's up, Sherry? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. Unfortunately, the summer's coming to an end. It's uh, That's irking my soul, because my son's going to be going back to school. So, I feel like he goes to school to come up with more creative ways to come at my neck. But A little anyways, teaser for irk your soul later on. I like it. Yes, basically. Yes. I already know where we'll be heading with this. Yes. My son swears he's grown now. But, um, yeah, so today on Crimes to Remember... I figured we'd look into a serial killer that was in Mexico City. And the crazy thing about this case is uh, the serial killer, she was dubbed the old lady killer, um, the lady of silence. So, of course, in, you know, Mexico, that's the name she had gotten because she was also wrestling. Mm. And the, the thing about it, though, I think that gets everyone. When the case started, everyone was looking for a man because all the victims were strangled to death. So the force that she used in order to strangle them, they assumed that she had to be a man because she was so so strong. So they were just not on her radar whatsoever. And her crime span actually lasted from 1998 to 2006. Yeah. So she was able to get a good run in. So now... The wild part about it is Juana Barraza, uh, growing up, had a, a really bad childhood. Um, her mother was abusive, an alcoholic, um, and she used to sell her daughter, because uh, her mother also prostituted, but she would sell her daughter to men for alcohol or cigarettes and whatnot. And um, the crazy part is, like around the time she was 12 or 13, she traded her daughter to a man who kept her for years. Um, you know, money, alcohol, cigarettes, so on and so forth. And years later, around the time she was like 17, the uncles actually rescued her from the man that kept her captive all those years. Um, I mean, so you can only imagine what she was subjected to. You know what I mean? And I think, I just, this is the part that gets me. The sad part is when you look back on the home life of some of these young people. I don't care what anyone says. You know doggone well, this could have been prevented but by the way you treated her. Like she treated her horribly, you know? And it's just, some women just shouldn't be able to have children if you're just gonna abuse them and mistreat them because they deserve better. They doggone sure didn't ask to be here. So, Juana Barraza, she was the, she would do burglaries and stealing and so on and so forth as far as different types of theft because she had to survive. Now, Juana actually had four children. She had different marriages, but she ended up with four children. Unfortunately, uh, at one point, her eldest son at that time, uh, when he was 24, was a uh, got mugged by his uh, gang members, and uh, she lost that child. And um, she, you know, needed to survive, so she had to figure out ways to be able to sustain and take care of her children. 
So the burglaries and, you know, just robbing and stealing and stuff didn't really work. So she figured she would target old ladies. Now, everyone she targeted was 60 and over. She actually had a social worker badge, a stethoscope, and different paperwork as far as to pose as a social worker. So when she would come to these elderly people's houses, you know, they thought she was official, so they let her in for one. Um, then times she'd lower people from the supermarket, um, but she'd make them feel comfortable. Um, and she was a really quiet person. That's the part that, that amazed people. They said she was quiet, you know, good with her kids and kept to herself, but unfortunately, little did they know that she was just murdering people. So... The wild part about it is they had no clue, and then they focused on this one woman because they ended up having like 125 sketches that were done by people that they felt witnessed or saw something. So while they were trying to compare them to consolidate it down in order to get a good, you know, lineup, I mean, a good photo to really be able to know who she was, um, they found this one woman and they felt that the woman resembled. Juana, uh, well, she resembled the sketch, of course, at the time, though. So her name was uh, Araceli. Now, Araceli, they arrested her. They had Araceli in front of the the police and the news reporters, and they were just making a mockery of her and going on and going on. And they were like, oh, we caught her. So once they locked up Araceli, 30 more bodies came. <laughs> So I'm like, so you, you realize you're wrong? Cause like, it's still going on. So the crazy part is they ended up sentencing her. She got like 19 years. She didn't do it. She admitted that she did rob older people when she worked with them, helping, but she didn't murder anyone. So they left her in jail. That's the only thing I don't understand with Mexico. That's the only thing I don't understand with the justice system, period, in some of these places. When you find out the person didn't do it, it amazes me how long they tell you that it's going to take to get them out. As quick as you put them in should be as quick as you let them out. They didn't do the crime. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot of cases like that that are, like you, um, sometimes they'll throw out a case. This is boring. It's sad, but they'll, they'll just, the judges will stand by the verdict uh, based on the evidence presented. Because once you get into that evidence into court, it becomes hard to, because you have to plea over and over again, right? You have to do like, uh, uh, what are they called? Jesus criminies. Uh, yeah. So you have to basically like, trial to get exonerated and so on. Right. So to get exonerated. But a lot of times the judges, uh, I'm remembering a couple of cases where like they, they'll be the, 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 the evidence presented was, uh, lived up to a certain percentage and they go, if, well, well, if we throw out that evidence that would, um, refute the rule and like the, uh, the status in the court, which then would put a lot of other cases, you know, in question. And it's like, who cares? Right. There's right. an innocent person. Right. And see, that's the thing. They're so afraid of not looking like they made a mistake when they definitely made a mistake with this. Yeah. So, of course, they assumed it was here's her. Here's the sketch. Sorry for people. If you join us on the YouTube uh, right. at Crimes Around Our Podcast. So, here's the sketch. I mean, there's an older shot of uh, 
Fuck up, my center. No, it's not an older shot. She did all this older. Oh no, she did this. She's doing this late in the game. Well, I meant in verse right. of the sketch. The sketch is clearly her a little younger, or she seems younger. Well, they got to remember they had 125 different sketches done. Unfortunately, right. right? So, so they. So if you look at it's different still ones, spot on. It's that's not what I'm off. Saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, so you see the different ones, but of course, and then like you say, she had an eight year run. Right. So <laughs> she's even, a little older in the picture that they provided to right, the left. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but the crazy part is though, when it comes to Mexico, I just they discuss you in general uh the crazy part is uh four years of with the government for the president uh, of mexico andreas manuel lopez mm. within a four-year period there were four thousand uh femicides cases of women and 92 percent of those cases don't get solved that's right. the sad part yeah, that's crazy like it's just it it upsets you because you think to yourself these officials, just like when we looked at the Long Island serial killer, these officials are so pressed on getting in power and being able to run and control things, you put them in power and then they don't want to fix anything. Right. Or they barely want to do their job or they want to sit there and be like, a mistake, I didn't make a mistake. Well, you know what? I think really what went wrong is when they were processing, stop, stop. It's the point of when will people take accountability and whether they're officers or the justice system, whoever, be honest with the fact of whether you found crooked cops or whether a, a lawyer or a judge or someone's crooked, be accountable, make them be accountable for the things they do and the decisions instead of sitting there and saying, oh, well, we locked up one person, but you know what? Nope, she stole from anyway, we just leave them. So you're gonna leave her to do a 19 year bid for robbing senior citizens, never murder anybody. That's the kicker. So, like, that in itself is, is upsetting because then, after the fact, before they even got to Juana, then they charged a man with one of the cases, okay? Right. So, they charged him. So, when they did end up getting Juana, then they realized she had did the murder. Still didn't let him out either. I said, are you joking with me? So, Aristella's still in. Then, uh, what was it? Uh, his name was Tobias. Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't think of the first name offhand, though. But his uh, last name was Tobias. Yeah, he got locked up, and it was one of Juana's murders, but yet they left him in jail anyway. Like, the, yeah, it's. It is just upsetting to think that our justice system is okay with that. Right. Or that, they're, that they can live with that. That right. I, I just don't understand. And then not only that, why you guys were so quick to pat yourselves on the back and be like, oh, we caught him, we did great. 30 more bodies came up, geniuses. Right. Like, you didn't do good at all. So, now, the wild part is, uh, she was considered uh, La Dama del Silencio, the Lady of Silence, and she was a wrestler. Now, the crazy part is, they will always say they didn't really see her wrestle, so on and so forth, but she was wrestling, but she sustained an injury. And because she sustained an injury, she wasn't able to go into the competitions to wrestle the way she wanted to. Right. Um, and it's a, uh, what is it? Lucha Libre. It's a form of mass Mexican wrestling. And that's what she liked to do. So, and then it was no surprise. You see how diesel she is. Like, it's no surprise. Her strength is is a beast. It's a force to be reckoned with. Um, so, as she was strangling these women and maneuvering around, and no one even realized it, the crazy part was, a week or two before they even caught her, she was on the news talking about Lucha Libre, the Mexican wrestling game that was coming up in competition, but no one was any of the wiser. They had no clue. 
So now she ended up doing, it was what, 49 victims. It was like 49, right. So 49 victims. So her time span, like I said, was eight years. So from 1998 to 2002, it was eight victims. 2003, it was 12 victims. 2004, it was 17 victims. And in 2005, it was 11 victims. And then 2006 was one victim. And it was Anna Maria. Now, Anna Maria's was sent her down in 2006 because Anna Maria had a tenant that lived with her, a younger guy, and he always helped her and was always, they were, you know, they would go out and hang out. He was very supportive of her. So he was gone, and when he went to work, he came home and he noticed a woman leaving the apartment. Like, she was startled. He heard someone, and then she just quickly walked out the apartment like it was nothing, and he was like, wait. And then when he went to check on her, Anna Marie was strangled and dead. So he calls the cops and he follows her. Mm-hmm. And then he, as the cops are talking to him, they're communicating, then they're able to apprehend her. And then they find out that she actually is the old lady killer. That's what they dubbed her as. That the lady of silence, um, they've said other things like serial killer by day, uh, wrestler by night. Um, but yeah, and no, no one had a clue whatsoever. And the crazy part is, and to me personally, because... Not only do I look into so many of these different cases and I study them so much because of uh, my fascination on the way some of these crim- criminals maneuver or how they operate, my my belief, and of course she ends up uh, stating that it's true also, my belief to me was because it was senior citizens, I felt like she felt that she was killing her mother over and over again. Right. And she admitted in an interview after the fact when she had been captured, she did. She just, older lady, she said her mom just treated her horrible. She was like, and I believe that's really what stemmed it with me. Like, she just was so horrible to me. I think I just felt like I was taking her out each right. time. Yeah, that grief and the trauma builds up, and you don't know what to do with it, so you keep taking it out on you know, over and over again. Damn. And I just, you know, and, and you think to yourself, like, your mother selling you off at 12 or 13, right. and he kept you... He held you captive for years. Like, we don't know any of the mental abuse you went through or what you had to tolerate. And I don't understand how you think you can bet on a child like that to be okay or to end up being a fully functional and mentally stable person. Because the main thing that defines us as people, um, as far as getting through life, is our coping mechanisms. That's all we have to be able to get through life is our coping mechanisms. When you don't know how to cope or to deal with something, I mean, you you know, you can't have high expectations. It's just, you know, things happen to you. And don't get me wrong. It's children that have been abused or hurt, and they don't grow up and they don't do anything wrong. But you also have to be mindful of the fact that some people aren't built like that, where they can just take so much abuse and then try to get over it. And try to move forward because if anything sometimes we say to ourselves why me like when something happens to you you're like why me or what did i do because in our nature that's how we feel sometimes mm-hmm. we feel like is this karma i'm having a bad day or did i do something to somebody that everything's going wrong like we start to personalize things whether we should or we shouldn't but it's a force of habit we start to personalize things we start to look at flaws or faults within ourselves especially women women always give a uh, Women are our worst, we're our worst critics. We do. If you're small, you're like, oh, I should put on more weight. If you're big, I need to lose weight. 
You're like, ooh, I wish I had long hair. You had short hair? You're like, wish you had long hair? Wish I had short hair. Like, it's always something. Sometimes it comes down to a thing of wanting something that you don't have or you think you want something that you don't have. And like I tell people, be careful what you ask for because you definitely can get it. But, yeah, she just, I don't know. I just, it blows my mind because when you see her and even when you hear her speak, she's just, she's quiet. She did the interview. She was smiling. She was very happy, though, when she did that, right, when she did that interview for uh, Lucha Libre uh, for the event. And it's just, it amazes you to think, like, You've really disarmed, and that's what she did. She was able to disarm senior citizens, make them feel comfortable, and wiped out 49 of them. Now, and this is the kicker that gets me, though. So they're saying 49, and I hear you. Um, That's just like with Gacy and everybody else. You're not going to be able to tell me all the You're not going to be able to tell me their exact number. You're not. You're not, because it'll be some victims that maybe didn't die. You see what I'm saying? That survived, or victims that died say they did it a different way. You, my thing is this. You already had the wrong person for it in the first place. So you're not going to tell me that. I'm not saying you didn't get the right person now. You did. But it, it look how many people had to die because you made mistakes. And then you were so proud of yourself. And then you turn around and you're like, mm, 30 more bodies? I think we did something wrong. You think? <laughs> you did more than something wrong. Uh, Yeah, but it was just. And the crazy part is, uh, Juana, you know, she admitted to the one. She's like, no, I did the one. And of course, but then, like I said, when she had the interview and they said, killing the older women, do you, you think it had any bearing? She's like, yeah, oh, my mom, I was killing them. I was killing her over and over again. It had a bearing. So you're like, okay, so you admitted the one, but now you're saying killing over again, over like right. people kill me when they, yeah. they back themselves in a corner. You're like, but yeah, it was just an eight year span and no one. And when I say no one saw that coming, no one saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the weirdos out there. Yeah. There's, and since this happened in another country, there's lots of, uh, images that we're not going to show as you can just find them. Uh, unfortunately, which is right. Which amazes me. I'm just upset that, and I understand it's a different country. So they're like, Oh, you know, you know, this is how we operate, but it's sickening though. You don't have to head of bodies other people or that's just, that's a lot. I think that's a little much. True. Yeah, they don't have like the same uh, uh, like release laws and stuff like that, or at least uh, or protocols, I guess. So yeah, you can find a lot of those if you're a weirdo uh, and like to look at that. But it's astonishing that uh, yeah, here she's trying to look sympathetic in jail. Uh, yeah, we feel we feel real bad for it. I mean, how how what's the level of? I mean, yeah, this definitely could have been prevented. Oh, definitely, definitely. But I mean, um, you know, it's it's. Uh, and I felt like the Mexican their authorities, I think the Mexican authorities didn't care. And the funny part is the one guy, when, when he's talking about the case, and he says, yeah, well, Araceli's still in there. I mean, you know, what can we do about that? That's not my problem. He's like, that's not like that's something for the prosecutors or something. And this just starts laughing. And it amazes me because I don't give a rat's ass who you think responsibility is. You're the ones who locked her up right. when you realize that Araceli didn't murder anyone. But yet she's still in jail trying to get out. And like she said, I want to clear my name. I didn't murder anyone. Okay, you know, Dubber's a thief, but the fact is you're keeping her in jail. You gave her a 19-year sentence, and she didn't murder anyone. Right. And that's the stuff that amazes me. Like, you'll have these offenders that, like the one who, of course, broke a record in his state, White Boy Rick. And that's the first one to do that much time as a nonviolent offender. And the reason why that upsets me is because this one black gentleman that was in Jersey murdered his girlfriend, got three years, moved to Atlanta, 
No one even knew at his new job. And then he killed the co-worker he was working with because she didn't pay him attention. I'm just like, are you joking? The, the, the part that gets me is the three years you gave him, you might as well just let him stay out then. If that, listen, if that's how you really felt, he took somebody's life. So you assume like, oh, yeah, three years, that's good enough. Really? I know drug dealers, they got more time. Yeah. Then there's one state where if a woman's boyfriend is uh, a drug dealer and whatnot, and he is picked up or arrested, and then when they arrest her also, they ask you for information to help with the case. Now, let's be realistic. These men aren't telling these women all the details. I'm not saying some of their girlfriends don't know ins and outs. Maybe some do. Whether they have information to help or not, the partner of the drug dealers get a minimum of 21 years. That's what happens, right? Your partner, your spouse, whatever, minimum 21. One of the girls got 21 years and her boyfriend got less time than that because he snitched on some people. That's too many years. I said, you got to be joking with me. 21. She's associated with you. She's living with you, but 21 years. But somebody that murdered somebody got three. Yeah, there's like a pride in the court that happens. That's what's like going on in Mexico. They're like, well, we got that case right anyway. They're like, well, how, how did you get it right? She didn't kill any of the people you said she killed. They're like, well, she did crime. And you're like, I know, man, but not that much. Not as much as you're making it out to be. Yeah, it's uh, basically. Yeah, I mean, the American system, especially, I mean, I think our tagline for the American justice system is ass backwards. I oh, think yeah. it's mm-hmm. it is. It doesn't, you know, I mean, yeah, hey, for every for every five criminals that actually did something terrible and it's sentenced appropriately, there might be one in there that, or I should say, you know, you have five that get sentenced appropriately, and then we're getting, the numbers are getting worse, where it's just like, how many years did you get? What what happened? Thank you. Like, it's just getting to the point where, like, I, I mean, I'm scared of the cops, and I am... Someone who you would not, who would be right. scared of, let alone does crimes. Right. But like, I'm just so, I have like that movie thing. Does that ever happen to you? Do you ever get like that movie sense of like, something's going to happen, you're going to get caught up in something and then all of a sudden you're just like in jail. I don't know why that, <laughs> it, dude, it just, it's one of those, we have a system where I like that can no, happen. That's the thing. So no, I don't, that's funny you say that though. My problem is with me, um, someone around me. You know, one day, unfortunately, not going. I don't want it to happen. This is what I'm trying to say, though. It's going to get murdered. Right. Y'all are going to convict me and shit. Right. This is exactly what's going to happen. They be like, she had the podcast. Y'all mm. knew she was crazy. No, I'm not crazy that way. Right. I would never say. Sure. You know, it's nothing worse when we're like, I'm not crazy. You know, she's batshit crazy yeah, if she yeah, says definitely. that. Right. No, I'm a little crazy, just a little bit, but. Um, no, you know, doggone well, if someone died or if I had a boyfriend and he was murdered, they'd be like, oh, she did it. They'd be like, oh, listen to her stand up jokes and listen to the podcast she's done. And she'd be like, well, just don't make me do it or don't make me. It's like, it was a joke. But yeah, you can't win for losing. Like, so people, I feel like that's going to happen though. I feel mm-hmm. like I would be arrested and I'll be like, I didn't do it. And they'd be like, really? They'd be like, remember the joke? You'd be like, bitch, I don't need you to rehash a joke. I don't care about that. I didn't do it. They're like, but you talked about stuff like that. And you're like, no. So, yes, I always felt like I was like, these days, yeah. you must have run and get jammed. Talk and you got, no one's going to believe me. No one. Everybody's be like, but you made jokes. Yeah, I know I make jokes. They be like, but it was antifreeze. Right. I didn't. Okay. Listen, I needed to get antifreeze. I just picked it up. Like, I didn't know it was going to get in the system. Like, you know, right. like it happens all the time. Right. You're like, 
How did I know? He probably thought it was Gatorade. But the thing is... It happens. Yeah, it happens all the time. But the thing is, yes, like that would be, I can see that being my life where you'd be like, you got to be kidding me. You're like, I got screwed for no reason because you'd be like, I know she did it. But you're like, I didn't. But, you know, like that chick that wrote the book, How to Murder Your Husband. She'd be like, why would I write a book and then murder him? Bitch, because you did. You knew you you were going to do that. That's why you wrote the book. Don't be a dumbass. Like, but... Yeah, no, like I feel like that could happen though. Because I just, you know, people will just look at it like, oh, I knew she always wanted to try it, see if she can pull up a perfect crime. No, I don't. No. I mean, there's like real ramifications for the type of paranoia I'm talking about. This is the same paranoia that like bystanders or even sometimes cops, uh, not like they're doing a great job already, but some of them will, they won't help if like a victim is like, if someone's just like choking, let's just say, or someone's like needs life saving methods and they know how to do it. Some, some cops in emergency, they will not do it because of weird cases of people like, well, you caused their death. And then we're, it's like, dude, someone's dying. I mean, hell, just throw your tongue in my mouth. Get some breathing going on. Who cares? Right, basically. You know, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Or just good people who want to help but, like, don't also want to be sued if something weird happens. You know, right. I, it's it, it all goes out from there. With it. When you don't have any faith in the justice system, and also, to your point, the lawyers in Mexico who were saying, like, the one laughing is because at that point it's like a game, right? Like when you, all of us sometimes feel like at the at the justice level, like at in a courtroom, it just feels like a game of two people just batting bullshit back and forth, and you're just life's on the line. So it's it's yeah, I mean it's it's pretty right. crazy, it's, right? It's ridiculous, and it, the sad part is, you know, um, it it just doesn't make any sense to me. So the other guy, because uh, I had to check and look at his name again, it was Mario Tobias. Mario Tobias was sentenced to 21 years was the false for the, the right false for the murder that Juana Barraza committed so she really no. messed up 51 lives basically along right. with all the family thank you of all and the- then not only that Mario Tobias died in jail oh, fucking Jesus. never got his freedom and didn't do and the thing is and it's like the Mexican authorities just didn't care they're like oh well yeah we had thought right but you thought and you were wrong and you didn't give a shit like I just don't understand that like how did you think that was gonna work like he never got his freedom like he died and you people looked at him like oh he's a murderer when Juana is over here taking all these chicks out yeah, Mexican jail sounds like a, a, a haircut that you accidentally get, and then it just keeps growing that way for the rest of the rest time. of your life. You right. just can't go back. They right, just you'll won't just let never you get back. your life right. And that's the thing: when you're in these other countries and you go to jail, whew, no, it's horrible. No, I'm like, saying no to you. I said right. I'm not going to jail right. in another country. country. I, just, I will just jump kill off a cliff yourself, or something. Yeah. Like that basketball player they kept. Like, uh, listen, grinded. and they don't care. And she was making. They had her doing hard labor, mm-hmm. so she was making, I think, twenty five or twenty one cents a day. Pretty okay. It's a little step down from her current salary, but not much because she was a WNBA player. <laughs> no, you're the worst. <laughs> unfortunately, no, no. I'm saying unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, basically, right. It's not like we're appreciated. Anywho, um, you know, they're like women. Mm, she could be home cooking. She's all right. Yeah. Um, you know, Jeez. just not appreciated enough. But uh, yeah, it's just it it blows your mind. And then it was crazy because uh. Sorry, I interrupted was it? you. Tobias, uh, yeah, life of dies in prison. Sorry, I know you're right. moving on. No, that, no, but. it's not that, though. But when you make the joke about the WNBA, that reminded me someone made a joke. about like, you know, he was like, serial killers are stereotyped as men. <laughs> this guy's like, we need to break that stereotype and get some more women serial killers. I was like, just stop. I was like, just, no, stop. How about we just knock them out the box completely? Like, we just don't want it to happen, like, period. But Many I think of this- them get away with it. Bell Gunnis was a huge one. Bell Gunnis is a giant serial killer poisoner who got yeah. away with I mean, 
she either died in that fire when her husband. This is this is a uh, not Austrian immigrant early on. She did. Mm. I think she did a bunch. You know, maybe we'll cover her one day. But like, she got away. A lot of female serial killers have gone. They just don't get caught. <laughs> right. Listen, they're good. Listen, this one uh, black female. She was in voodoo, or whatever. A lot of people were scared of her, or whatever. She got married. She um wanted to get her husband's insurance policy, so her new boyfriend helped her kill the husband. Then she got with the new boyfriend. They got the insurance money. Then she was married to the second guy for a while. Um, then she got another boyfriend to help her kill him. So then she killed the second one. Now she got with the, the this third guy is the one who helped her. So anywho, so she got with the third guy, but she was still sleeping with her nephew right. that she had been sleeping with since he was like fourteen or fifteen because she had custody yeah. of him. So then. Her nephew was spazzing she must be out. Watching a lot of modern porn. That's Child, all it listen, is right now. The nephew spazzed out one day when her boyfriend was there, and the boyfriend was like, "Are you sleeping?" He's like, "No, he's obsessed." And da da da. So she ends up hiring a guy, kill the nephew. This is my nephew side piece. Right. It's my kill, nephew side piece, guys. Come on. Kill the nephew and then staple cocaine to the inside of his jeans. I was done. Bitch. <laughs> As a way to get away with it. Listen. So, <laughs> right, listen, so you're going to say a drug deal went bad. So not only did you, are you trying to tell me he bought the drugs and stapled them? Who the hell, sure. what drug deal are you like, you want me to staple them to your jeans? What? No, bitch, I don't. Like, what? Like, just give me the drugs. Like, I just got to stop by staples like, and get more staples, guys. I'm, I'm I actually just don't. Out. Like, that shit just blew my mind. She still pulled that one off. Anywho, she was loose for 20-some years, right. took out one two three the fourth one didn't believe it and then he yeah. finally came to the senses he was like she's not and they were like and she tried to she had the other one drive by and shoot him and he was like oh this bitch really is gonna try and kill wow. me so yeah but she was shot out yeah oh she was on it she did a good little run and that's the thing by the time they called her you're like who gives a shit same thing with a black guy that became a lawyer and his wife was a cop and they went to eat and they were leaving a restaurant and apparently they get mugged, supposedly. So she gets shot and killed. So he calls the cops or whatever like that. And then the insurance money he uses to go to law school with. Goes to law school, finishes law school, ends up becoming a phenomenal, I'm talking about highly paid lawyer. Rich, rich as shit. Gets a new broad. They're living the high life like crazy. She owns daycare centers and so on and so forth. She ends up going to jail because she was embezzling money from the government for the daycare centers and lying and falsifying things. She goes to jail. Jeez. Then, while they're investigating her, a card or something shows up at the house and they're trying to, you know, go through the warrants or, you know, and pinpoint her. And then they see this card and they're like, wait a second. And it's from this guy from back in the day. He stole the card. And then when they contact them, they're like, oh yes, he wanted his wife killed. And it was like 25 years earlier. And then they finally caught him. But my thing is, 23 years of it, he was a millionaire. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have changed a thing. Right. Like, you got him, what, 25 years later? He was a millionaire for 23 who, years. Who keeps the card of their hired assassin? Sherry. <laughs> like, that's... Like, it was... was it Yeah, whatever it was, it was a card, and he had a card. And you're just like, you didn't think to get rid of it? Like, I... <laughs> You follow that under A's? Like, what, what, in your little card book? What the fuck kind of nonsense? Let's see. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yep, 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 yep. Assassin. Okay, keep that one just in case. <laughs> you like, never know why I might need him again. I just, right. you know. A stringent company. Yes, that one is. Oh, that's the card I'm looking for. Like, what the f 
Yeah, man. That's uh, that's just as bad as when these dumbasses go to fuck the Walmart, Target, and Home Depot and shit the next day. Them? And you be like, are you really going to Target to go get the Big Ben with the duct tape? and all? Like, you murder them. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, the next yeah. day, they're like, so we saw a video at Home Depot. You're like, come yeah. on, fam. Zip ties, duct tape. Like, even if I was a, listen, if I was a cash person, cash register person checking you out, I'd be like this. Right. You killed them already, or you going to do it tomorrow? Yeah. They'd be like, What's That's the timeline? You be like this. I just want to get the exclusive story. But all right, never mind. You ain't got to be petty about it. <laughs> yeah. like this. You ain't got to be petty about it. I'm just saying. Pretty sure these duck ties aren't about to... I mean, these uh, ties you got here ain't going to be for nothing else. Like, the fuck out of here. But uh, yeah, like, they kill me with the stuff they do. You're like, really? Like, come on, fam. Like, go to Lowe's and get a How to Murder kit tomorrow. Yeah. Then kill somebody in five years. That's all I'm saying. I just don't want to see video footage of you at Home Depot and Lowe's right. getting that hammer, some gloves, um, the duct tape, uh, some rope, that right. big ass bin that you know fits a body because you're like, yeah, I want to store my winter clothes. Not yeah, in that yeah. big shit, but okay. <laughs> We're doing renovations uh, on the pool. God damn it. Nah, that's that's right. like with Gacy with all that lime. Like, you know. Well, Gacy of the time. That's what I mean. Like, you, I, Gacy's kind of like a good line. Because once you get into the 90s, like the, the Green River Killer, I mean, we're just talking shop now Basically. at this point. But the Green River Killer is one of those where it started to eke into, like, you know, he's in the 90s at that point, mm -hmm. And you're getting some technology. But nowadays, yeah, it's like, you know, what are you, what are you doing? You made a shopping just, list? Yeah. What, I just, what are we doing here? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And, well, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I hope I you're. Yeah, it. these people are not thinking rationally about at all. Their, their emotions. Then they got uh, this new show out called Real Crime. Real, what is it? Real Crime. Okay. Real Crime Drama or something, something like that. Real okay. Crime. Let's but not plug it. Real time. Real time crime. That's uh, what it is. Okay. real time crime. Uh, depressing. Watch one episode. Uh, don't do it. Don't suggest it. Uh, mm -hmm. it was this young boy, and I know a lot of people have heard of him. He, his name was Junior. He was 15. He lived in New York. Gorgeous. Uh, child. Uh. These boys ran after him, and he was trying to escape him, so he goes into the convenience store, and the counter guy says, come on, and he jumps over the counter, and the person in the convenience store is hiding behind a thing, and these raggedy juveniles, like six to eight of them, come in the store, and you're seeing all this unfold on camera, like, it's just depressing. You see them drag this 15-year-old out as he's holding on to dear life for something to not be pulled out the store, and all of a sudden, these fucking teenagers start stabbing him with knives and machetes. Then, when they all take off, you watch Junior stumble, bleeding, walking, making it three blocks. He only made it to the security thing at a hospital. He couldn't make it all the way up to the thing and then just dies there and collapses. But it's real-time crime, so you see the whole thing unfold, the whole span of it. They didn't miss anything. It's nothing that's missed. Yeah, it's right. the most depressing shit I've ever seen. And the thing that gets you is, like in Baltimore, New York... Miami, California. These are states where they put cameras up for no reason in right. places. You understand what I'm saying? So these criminals just crack me up because those young people, like, you might as well just told them to take a selfie because you could just see him clear as day. And you're like, you're just dumb. You're just dumb. Yeah. And they got sentenced to 23 years. I really don't care what they got sentenced to. True. I want someone in jail to drag them. 
Right. And then just stab them and let them bleed out. That's that's all I'm saying. My thing is with justice and the death penalty and all this other bullshit and people are like, I don't believe in the death penalty. I hear you don't believe in the death penalty, but motherfuckers believe in killing three or more so he can get a serial killer status. But yet you want him to live so taxpayers can pay their dollars right. so they can get three meals and it still irks my soul so Richard Ramirez can get his teeth fixed and shit. Fuck. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. It just, it blows my mind, the stuff that these people do, and especially these young people right now. And it's sad, because I see young people out in the street, and I'm like, oh, criminal. Listen, you can say what you want. I was coming down here, and it was like, all these people outside, and they're walking, and I seen some cops, and I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. I was like, someone's going to get shot in a minute or something. I don't know what they were there for. I don't know if a funeral was happened, it was a repay. I don't know. I, it wasn't, I'm not my concern. The point is, now when you see young people, you see a group of them, first thing I think is, okay, they're they're criminals. Or they're gonna try and rob me. Let right. me do, and it's sad, yeah. but they just have no respect for adults. They're in the schools. True. Should I know? Substitute, and I can tell you, they have no respect. These girls, they want to talk to you sideways. And the part that gets me is these young people. When you're substituting in these schools and you're working with them, what they fail to realize is, and just like one kid said to me, "Well, Miss Franklin, why didn't you say anything to the student?" I don't. Uh, I was like, I don't exhaust my energy on irrelevant things. And they were like, what? Listen, I said, let's be realistic. Your parents love you. You're their kids, right? I don't have to love any of you kids, ever. Uh, I'm not your parent. I'm not your friend, even. Secondly, I'm going to remember your name. My mother taught for 32 years. Saint. Don't know how she did it. The point is, like my mother taught me also, I'm going to remember students' names for two reasons. One, because I know you're going to do great things. Or two, you're going to die or go to jail because I already can tell that you're useless. Like, this is the thing. I don't mind when he had assemblies and like, oh, you kids, you can be whatever you want to be. No, the fuck you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Some of you are dumb as shit, okay? Um, we used to have encyclopedias. Kids can't even spell that shit now. And you had to do research and look up things. Now you just get on your phone. Right. One school I worked at had no books. They used tablets. I said, that blew my mind. I'm like, I know some kids in here that probably don't even know how to write that well at all then. Yeah. But it's just, they just don't, I just don't get it to be this young and to not care. And those kids that uh, killed Junior, they caught them all. They all got 23 years. That's good, at least. Yes, that's some satisfaction. It is. Satisfaction would be from what they go through in jail. And the funny part is, you're going to have some hard hard life lessons. Because it's, the one thing that, that cracks me up is people don't realize, too, and these young people don't realize. Uh, these young people feel they're invincible. Do they not realize that there are some people out here that were crazy at 15 and they're still crazy at 50 and they'll kill you? The fuck? Like, that's the part that gets me. Like, these young people are like, I'm invincible, I'm this. Really? Okay, wait till you get in jail. And a man says to himself, oh, I'm going to fuck you tonight. What? Right. It's going to happen. So they, they swear they're invincible and you're like, trust me, I tell everyone, there's someone out there for everybody. Please don't think you're invincible with everything. I think I'm invincible to a degree. Until someone takes me down. I'm realistic. Like, let's just not get beside yourself. Don't think that, like, oh, I can last forever. No, no, you cannot. <laughs> no, no, obviously. Yeah, it's a very young person uh, ideal. Some of those, I think, are left to their own devices. It's uh, it's the only ideal they have, you know? Right. It's, uh, so, yeah, we got to do better. We definitely got to do better. Right, because when we were younger growing up, you never you never spoke out, spoke out of line or or disrespected an adult as a child period whether you knew the adult or not 
another adult could tell you something and you would listen because your parents had brought you up to respect adults. Now we have young people where they have a fight in school and these ghetto dizzy behind moms come to the school and stand outside and wait for the other kid to get out so you can fight this seventh grader that started with your other daughter that's in seventh grade, but then your other daughter's in 12th. So the 12th grader went down there to beat the shit out the seventh grader? That's what you taught him? I don't think, yeah. I mean, you're hitting on the fact that adults aren't, well, what happens when kids don't have anyone to look up to? The, the, the adults around them are not good role models. They're not some people that are teaching them, uh, you know, wellness and they don't have access to things. Yeah, you're just going to have that cycle over and over again. I mean, geez, I got a neighbor who has got a f dispute, uh, disputes lightly, putting it with another neighbor, mm -hmm. and uh, he, like, harasses him constantly. Like, we're trying to, I, I, you know, came out my door, uh, yelled at him. So I yelled at him because he keeps knocking on his window in the middle of the night. Yeah, we'll just hear him. He does it multiple times in a night. Uh, and it's two guys who have been living on the same street for many, many years. I think decades uh, that they've been here. They were here when I moved in. Um, there were, This house wasn't even here. And uh, he has been, they've just had it out for each other. The one really doesn't, just doesn't want to be messed with. The other one just keeps messing with him. We don't know what it's over exactly. It's just, it's a man. They we have video of them fighting in the street. One of we them got all this kind of stuff. Well, One that's what I'm. Died. Well, that's what the, I'm the, saying. Right. The thing is, and that's another thing we joke about too. Now, on the, everybody knows I watch the ID channel. Uh, unfortunately, like, but it's the best channel ever. Anyway, fear that neighbor on there. None of those people are under forty, but fifty years old. I, Forty-five is being nice. Fifty. Everyone on there yeah. is usually 50 and up. They're not getting along. And you watch the show and be like, well, I just want to see who's going to murder who. Who's going to beat out? The crazy one or the one that was like, why just don't you leave me the fuck alone? Yeah. And when you don't, I can show you better than I can tell you. So that's usually how it ends. I just Listen, the sad part is, though, with Fear Our Neighbor, it's some of them, though, mm -mm. one black guy, they were like, nope, acquit it. He was like, I shot the gun off. And I said, stand back, stand down, right. don't do it. I will shoot you. Shot once, then he shot him three times. Whoop, that's it. He's dead. He got off. But the thing is, you did warn him. Right. And right, and right. a lot of these states, whether it's Texas, stand my ground, uh, make my day in Texas, all these different laws protect you from, I'm warning you, right. if I fire the gun sure. off and I don't shoot it in your direction and you still have the balls to come towards me, oh, well, I'm going to lay you down, like, yeah. as I should. But these neighbor disputes are just crazy. And the one guy, he walked up to this truck and shot the man while his son was in the back seat. Wow. It's heavy. And it's I just over, oh, right, over dumb stuff. Like, I want to, why can't this easement, I should be able to pass through here. And it, like, it's just on dumb stuff. When mm -hmm. you sit there and you're like, his dad had to die because you didn't want to take a longer route home because yeah. you wanted to cut through somebody. I think this works into my Eric, my soul. I think it's kind of does because that kind of like irks my soul. I know you got one teed up. Like it, it bumped, like even with the case of the neighbor, like I realize as he's talking to me, cause he's telling me to shut up and mind my business. And I'm, I'm, I, I came out a little, I shouldn't have come out at all, but it was, I just was like, stop knocking on his window. Like just stop, dude. And I'm, I'm just thinking, dude, you're a grown man who's knocking on another man's window in the middle of the night, multiple times in the night. That's not someone who is stable. You know what I mean? The crazy part is, though, while he's out there knocking on his window, what happens when a neighbor one day calls a friend of his and be like, listen, he's knocking on the window. Can you just drive by and shoot him? Sure. He's like, because your projection from the projectile, they'll know I didn't shoot him because it's going to come from the outside. He won't even know you're coming. Just drive by. He's at the window right now. Just shoot him as you drive by. Sure. And then I'll call the cops. Yeah. No. 
I mean, it, you're just doing more severe stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, like at some point, he's going to get to the point where you're like, mm, okay, I, I can, I can end this real fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, uh, they've already talked. Yeah, there was a machete in play at one point. I think uh, between them. Yeah, uh, that my other neighbor said that he he, he had so. I'm trying to not get in the middle of it. I, I kind of came out a little hot and then kind of was just like, please, like, stop knocking on his window. And he's like, mind your own, you know, blah, 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 mind your own fucking business. And I'm trying to bring myself down. And I'm just like, dude, I'm going to call the cops. This is harassment. Thank you. That's happening. I don't want, like, all, many neighbors have said stuff already. Uh, you know, I have, we have a cop and also, like, uh, to an EMT and a firefighter on the next block over there who have already kind of you know he's on the radar but it's it's one of those things where you're just it, there's no the, the role models are also to blame like if you know i i uh do your mom's credit you know what i mean and you do for you know doing substitute and stuff like that but um you know you can only do so much when the rest of their home life is just unstable crazy mm-hmm. you know they're acting out like that way you know it's um, it is sad and you, you you know what when i urge anybody if you ever meet a teen like this and this might plan to share as well there it's like when you meet a teen who's got like ODD, you know, like uh, oppositional defiant disorder, like yeah. which is what they've named it now, just because, which means just like, hey, the society failed you. <laughs> it's pretty basically, much basically. basically just means like you're pissed. We're gonna. There's multiple reasons why you could be pissed, uh, but when you get to some of that, you have to just slow way down. A lot of these kids just need to, like someone to listen to them right. and slow the fuck down, and it always doesn't work. They could boil over and have a fight with somebody. To your point, like a neighbor or yeah. some shit, and then they're locked up, and then it's the school to prison pipeline. And there you go. You know. What I mean? Yeah, I had a I had an altercation <clears throat> with neighbors that lived next door to me. The, the crazy part was we were friends though initially, and then we got into a. We just got all we 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 ended up just it just started to go sour. It just did. Mm. And um, crazy part was she was a cop though. Ugh, that's messy. Basically, so. But they do nothing wrong. She, <laughs> yeah. Right. Thank you. Go yeah, figure. Right. So, so I might have said something along the lines. I don't know. Um, bring you. Bring your house down with you and the kids. In. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't say kids. I said, I'm burning house down. Oh, no, y'all motherfuckers in there. Either way, the point was, I wonder if I can burn house down. The thing was, she was hurting my soul. That being said, though, um, so then I go inside and I call my mom and I say, <laughs> wait, I felt bad. I call my mom. I said, yo, uh, no, nah, I can't exactly what I said. I said, I'm about to go. Uh, I'm about to go. Uh, there was a neighbor. Uh, you might want to give me bail money. I'm gonna call you back. Yeah, Hung up the yeah. phone. Right. So she freaks out. Right. She rushing over, and then after I'm banging on their door, they finally come out or whatever like that. They called the cops on me, of course, and right. they said that I pulled a weapon and I was uh, right getting ready. Right. To what shoot is this, Old West? They said listen, you pulled it off a where? Listen, thank you. I had a weapon to uh, to uh, kill a cop, attempted murder, whatever it was. Sure. It, so the the code she gave, right? See, right. this the kicker. The bitch gave a code for a cop officer in danger of their yeah, life. Wow. And five to six patrol cars showed up in my crib. That's a flex. Jeez. I said, oh, I was like, boy, this it, bitch. I got to say, as someone who, you know, last relationship may have been in law enforcement, uh, the person I was with, I immediately, once you're inside, once you like see how cops are, and this isn't all, I mean, this is my anecdotal experience. You start to get a little worried about the knuckleheads that have been hired. Thank you. And you just start to go like, and even, and I will say, uh, you know, I, I've heard from other cops and things like that. We're like, yeah, I mean, you know, the people that were in my class, yeah, not all great. A lot of problems, a lot. Of, and you're just like, that's not what I want to hear. I right. Don't- but listen, if a crook becomes a lawyer, 
He's right. still a crook, but he's a lawyer. That's yeah. all it is. If somebody's uh, 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 um, wants to murder people and becomes a cop, motherfucker's still gonna murder people. So I bet you came so, outside, like you came outside with those six cops. You were just like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" No, how you so doing? we're outside. No, let me tell you how. No, let me tell you how good this. I would have put on some. Sh- if I looked like you, I would have put on some short shorts well, and came out sa- with like. No, nope, that's I, the sad part because I'm doing listen, a joke. I'm see, kidding. That's the thing, though. No, listen. The sad part is. I didn't have no pants on. So now I know you're going to be like, what the heck? The point was. Nothing happened, huh? I was now busy. Now we know why. I was busy in my crib and you, she starts banging on my door. Right. So I go to the door and then she starts arguing with me. Now I got on a t-shirt, nothing on the bottom. That's it. Talk t-shirt. Slow. Talk slow. <laughs> right, basically. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, right. And I'm like, what are you arguing for? Then she says something. Da, 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 da. I said, you must have lost your mind. She goes to go in there. She was like, oh, I'm going to fix you. You go to walk in your crib, bitch. I'm walking in my crib. So I go in my crib. I go to grab something. He's like, no. My friend's like, don't you dare. He's like, are you going to put clothes on? Ain't nobody worried about that right now. Anyway, I was like, if anything, they're going to probably try to grab me and stuff. But the point is, oh, my goodness. Probably shouldn't have said that. Um, oh, <laughs> that was horrible. When Neil's going to be like, I'm going to edit that out. First of all, lesbians are great. It's just that this brawl was the worst. So my mom, my mom is not far away, apparently. The six cop cars pull up. My mom pulls up exactly when they're pulling up. Okay. The cop says, oh, my God, your daughter. Now, my friend comes out my door and says, slide that to me. I had something in my hand. Uh-huh. Said, God damn it, woman. I slide it, right. I slide that in the door. You don't know, agree. What? Wait a second. Uh, right. I'll criticize you off air. Basically, what it wasn't fuck? It wasn't a gun, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Looking like this. It wasn't a gun. Okay. So it doesn't matter. It definitely wasn't. <laughs> it was like, that's worse. This, so is, look, this has got to be edited. All right, worse. keep going. Basically, slide in the door, and he says, he whispers out the door, the cops are all behind her. Okay. Oh my God! Get off me! What are you doing? So she's standing there arguing. She has a bat. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on. Wait a second. You're losing. She. Hold on. Back up. Who has what? Who said what? I'm sorry. Back so up one more time. She she brings my bell to argue. I come out. We're Neighbor arguing. Cop brings yeah. And then she goes inside like I'm gonna fix yeah, you. you go I go inside. back inside. Thinking so she didn't come out yet. So right. I come back out and I'm banging on the door like, I will set this joint on fire if you don't come out here and dress me. I That's said you problem. lost your mind. That's a problem. So Got basically. So when she comes back, I already bust I'm not. When she comes back down, though, uh-huh. she has a bat and the other right. girl has something. So when he says, the cops pulled up. Now, I'm... Uh, but you're at her door. Why? Who's... We're our next door. Right, we're next door. Her door. Right. Oh, they're here, like very close. Right, it's a so can, yeah, right, she's next door. I'm here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. right here. I'm here. Gotcha, gotcha. But okay. the point is, when he says, yeah, the cops yeah, pulled cops, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Someone save me. <laughs> that's what I'll, you say. Or that's, what, that's what I say. That's, that's what, what I say. say. Someone nice. save me. Don't hit me with that bat. Oh, yeah. I, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, dumb. Yeah. But this is the kicker, though. So this is not, let me tell you. It's, the story sounded bad until the cop says to my mom, oh, shit. Your daughter's a cop? My mom was like, no. What? the fuck are you talking about my daughter's a cop we got a call that an officer was in danger of their life in an attack why do you think it's so many cars here your daughter's the cop no she's the cop fuck you mean the white chick is a cop and her girlfriend the black girl right there they're together she's a cop <laughs> give me a minute supervisor comes up cusses her the fuck out oh Apparently, good i was gonna say this bitch you're not supposed to do that no, she wasn't a cop anymore, or she lost the job. Whatever happened, and I didn't know. Yo, listen, that's the shit that got me. Whatever happened, I didn't know. So I'm thinking this bitch is still a cop. Right. So when she called and said cop in danger, all oh, they went off. The cops went off right. because she... they pulled up, and they're like, my mom's like, 
What do you mean she's a cop? They were like, do you see how many cop cars it is? Right. He was like, the, the cop is in danger, and she's got a bet, and she's against this the, the window. What do you mean? Nice. She's a cop. Oh, she's a cop. You're right. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Anyway, give me a minute. So she goes, he was like, I don't believe you did that shit. He said, I don't believe you had the audacity to use that code when you know fucking well you're not a cop anymore. And you had the audacity to call us with that. Yeah. And you're the one with the bet, and she got something else in her hand. Yeah. That's he was like, you lost your mind. Went to court, won, best ever. Yeah. Not only that, her lawyers gave me their card. <laughs> and he was like, mm, he was like, that was just unnecessary. Yeah, that's crazy. He was, I like, mean, yeah. he was like, I just had to do my job, though. He's like, because they paid me. I was like, yeah. no, I understand. Look, I was like this. I understand. Yeah, she knew she was that wrong, but I didn't know. And she would, listen, she would use that all the time, though. Like, she would make jokes about when she was working, how, like, um, block parties, she ran through them, like, when they had to barricades up because she yeah. didn't give a shit. She was like, I'm trying to get to work. I'm not going to fuck about you block parties that you guys have or whatever Damn. like that. And she was a white chick too with that. Oh no yeah, way. but she just, oh yeah, she was nasty. She oh, was yeah. just, she thought it was funny though. What, a, a, a white person in law enforcement entitled? <laughs> what? Sherry, no. That never happens. You I tell know. me, stop it right now. Never heard Must be thing. the only one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I am, I am. Cause you God, know, that was a lot of hurt. That was, I mean, because you know, <laughs> even though we have the shirts "Black Lives Matter," I mean, everybody knows Black Lives are are very important. I mean, I don't even know why we had to make the shirt, even though they just keep shooting black people for no reason. But anywho, um, go figure. Yeah, she but, and see, and that's my thing. It's people like that that are law enforcement that you say to yourself, like, I just don't understand how you even got there. Yeah. Like, you just abuse your power for no reason at all. Low standards, baby. Low standards. She probably would never look at my podcast. The funny part is, though, when we were friends, <laughs> bitch, I had your back when you was fucking one of your coworkers in that patrol car when uh, I had to sit and wait for you. They're not supposed to do it. Disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disrespectful. But I wouldn't put anybody on blast. No, you would never do that. <laughs> we don't no, do that in this podcast. Do you want to do your irk? We got a lot of irk in this yeah. one. Now, I think didn't that we? Was it. Now, didn't I we? Think, I mean, What's your, okay, now normally I make you jump off and say, you I already know. did. I mean, my irk is like adults, adults who are acting still like teenagers. Now, mind you, I have to say, you had a little bit of a teenager response to that situation in terms of grabbing, but that's, hey, what else? Well, yeah, I was mad, though. This is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. First uh -huh, of all, here we go. The timing was wrong. Uh huh. Yeah. The here, timing oh, was wrong. you're doing excuses now? No, the timing wow. was wrong. This is the thing. I've been drinking. The timing was uh -huh. wrong. And she accused me of killing a cat. This all stemmed over me killing a cat. Right. Yeah. Okay. Some first of all, it was a neighborhood cat. I thought the cat had had a fight or something because the cat, you know, a cat get hit by a car, a cat usually laid out. Right. I opened my door to come in that night. My friend is coming to meet me. The cat comes in my door. When oh, I go to open the door, house. I'm like, what is wrong? Oh my God. So because she's a cop. I call her and say the cat stumbled in my door. You know, the white one is always around our house. Yes. Well, she's bleeding. I don't know if she got in a fight. Can you take her to the vet? I know you can. She's like, of course I can. Because you're not going to charge her. She's a cop. Right. So she's right. going to take her to the vet, SPCA, whatever. So when she gets her there, they say, you know, the cat was hit by a car. She's like, really? I couldn't tell that the cat was hit by a car because I saw sure. blood on her, but I didn't know. So she was like, the cat didn't make it. And had the audacity to say to me, well, did you hit the cat? Bitch, I had already been in the crib. Yeah, and then when I went to open my door because of the company, the cat comes in then. I was like, secondly, if I had hit the cat, bitch, I would have put that cat in my car. And took it, first of all, yeah, first of all, sense. Yeah. I love animals more than fucking people have the time. So I don't swear to God I do. Well, who and I covers rescued... up a hitting of a cat uh, my... by even asking someone else to take it to the vet? It Thank doesn't... you. My whole thing is, bitch, if I hit the cat, I would have did it. But the whole reason why I 
called her is because, bitch, you can take the dog for free. Right. And she had rescued dogs or cats right. just like I had did. And we helped each other. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes she'd get a dog and she'd be like, you know, this dog isn't going to mix with my dog in the crib. Can you put the dog at your house? Yeah, fine. Because I got somebody coming to see the dog. So we would save animals or help stray animals. Yes. But yeah, all of that stemmed from that. And I said, you lost your mind. I said, first of all, I'm going to hit a person before I'm going to hit an animal, bitch. I'll swerve. Don't be stupid. That's, I said, uh, that's, that's and make sure sticker. you don't stand in front of me. Yeah, that's your bumper sticker. I forgot about Basically. that. Basically. Yeah. But rude, like bitch, really? It doesn't make any sense. It's a dumb thing. I don't know why anyone would, like what you're investigating this. Like it's like like what you're asking me if I, is this where the case starts? There, Sherlock. Who gives a shit at this point? It's a cat. I'm trying to help it, and it that, died. Oh no. Okay. Who cares? Thank you. It doesn't matter. Like it, yeah, that that thing really irked me. Like I was just like dumb. this bitch. I was like it just didn't make sense to me. It mm. really didn't. But my thing is, I noticed with some people, some people just want to pick a battle with you. Like if you ever sure. have friends where they'll just go off or say something, and you look at them, and the first thing you pops in your head is, "Oh motherfucker, you felt like this a long time. You finally just showing me your colors. Thank you though. Yeah. You were able to sweep the crazy under the rug. Now I see what you're built like. Not like shit with your broke ass ways. I'm good." Yeah, no, I feel you on that one. Yeah, when people harbor shit for a long time, it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, you're like, well, this, that was right. three years ago. Yeah, you be like, I'm moved on. I'm a different person now. Like, what well, are you talking is, about? Do you get people that still text you like y'all are friends? Uh, few. I've got a couple. There's one guy who always hits me up from school, like college, but I don't know what you mean. Like, okay, uh, like someone that I'm not your friend. I swear you robbed me and you're going to tell me you didn't. You did oh, steal. You oh, stole my no, wallet, but you're going to say those, no. Yeah. But public service announcement. Stop texting me. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just want you to get over it. And we should, I don't want to be your friend. I've been over it. Bitch, I got things to do. No one cares about your broke ass. Secondly, I'm allergic to broke people. I break out. I don't care what you say. No. But I don't understand how you're going to text. Good morning, beautiful. Block how it? are you? Get over it. Stop. Stop yeah. texting me. You never you get a response. Me. I don't call you. I don't want to be your friend. Clearly. The yeah. fuck? I don't. Is it that hard? But I think, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's just the beauties of technology block them, I think. I think that would be the I best I think this block shit just my soul all over again. Yeah, I know, really. Yes, I'm you're gonna have to run through that phone after this. You're gonna have to just run through and just cut, just start cut. I did. I do that every every couple of years. I just run through and cut, just cut them out, block them, like whatever. Oh, I fucking don't like that person at all. Like just block them. No and it's the thing okay. though. People be like, "Do you block people?" No, I don't. I don't block um, you because it's entertaining. You're dumb. Because uh, I'll be no, like, look no. at this dumb ass. I'll be the first thing I do is pick up the phone. Look at this shit. Look at this dummy my right couch. here. Look at him trying to, he's trying to hit, hit me up on a laid up. Your be, like, listen, your best bet with me, <laughs> I'm not going to block you because I'm going to see how dumb you are. So, yeah. yep. It is he's good. like, look at these phone calls. Yeah, listen, I could block you and give you that satisfaction, but it brings me better satisfaction to look at the phone and be like, <laughs> it is good fodder for jokes. Loser. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you be like, this yeah, loser yeah. right here. Beat me for 80 bucks and then wanted to hit me up at 2 a.m. See if I wanted to fuck. Look at that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck are you doing, idiot? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's astonishing. Yeah. It's hysterical. Never cease to amaze me. I think we're there. I think we got all the Urkies in there. We got we so did. much. We definitely did. So now, what do you have coming up? So, of course, you know, we want to shout out, make sure we stay on top of Neil's life. You know, of course. I try to, I try to periodically. I would love to stalk Neil more, but I just, I really, my schedule is I know, crazy. it's a lot over there that you I deal can't, with. Yeah, I just can't seem to be a good stalker. There has so. been someone knocking on my window multiple times at night. That's not you, right? No, no, I didn't no. I so. I'm lazy. Okay. Now, 
I'll go outside and do it now because I'm already here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the drive over, the gas. Yeah, I'm real petty when it comes to stuff like so that. So stuff. Yeah, so like stalking is like, ugh, so much it's work. work. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of work doing oh the gas prices and everything God. else. Like it's kind of hard. Like you know. I yeah. would love to, but you know, yeah, you're not mixing. Like, I have a podcast. I have several uh, other entrepreneurial businesses. I'm stalking Neil Wood. I I have a couple of things going on. I'm very busy. Right. Like you don't work it in. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. But you know, it lets me know how important everything. I am to you. So that's fine. Um, uh, what do I have coming up? Yeah. You can check uh, me out because well, this should be up uh, hopefully today. Yeah, I think so. So uh, you can check me out uh, Friday, this uh, coming Friday, and you can check Sherry out as well. I know. People, listen, people my... should be amazed. Like, what? Sherry finally going to do a show again? You know what irks my soul is, though? I'm at the bar, and every, listen, if I can just get a dollar, Sherry, uh-huh. when's the next show? Sherry, when? I don't know. I'm lazy uh-huh. right now. You're like, I'm trying to get my life right. Like, just uh-huh. give me a minute. Like, yeah, so I'm pretty sure people be like, what? She finally going to get on stage again? You're like, yes, I am. Finally going to get on stage on Friday. It's going to be good. It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Frankie comes here this Friday at Myers Brewing Company right here in Fishtown. We got two shows for you, a 7.30 and a 9.30. You can get tickets over at drop10.com slash events. Uh, or just follow us on Eventbrite. All the information is there as well at Biggest Little Comedy. You can check me out actually this Thursday as well at, in New Jersey uh, at at, uh, tap room uh, for the post game comedy show. It's a very fun uh, stuff from High No Humor. Go check out all the stuff they do there. And uh, more dates coming up. I'll be in New York uh, September 1st for the Fifth Borough uh, Comedy Festival. So you can check uh, me and Adam Nutter out on that one. But again, go to IamNeilWood.com or drop10.com for all those dates and details. One of my friends is like, I'm going to come see you. They were like, I would appreciate it if you don't talk about me. And I was like, I have so many people I can talk about. Like it's okay. It's, I love like we when don't we get even people, have time to cover because th- I is, hate this. When the this part happens. that gives me is, and then you want to. This is what my new line is going to be. You're not going to talk about me in the show. Shit, I can't talk about you. Oh, Damn, that was 15 minutes of the material. Right. Ooh, yeah, I'm at to write this over because you're so relevant that I uh, wrote all these notes on your dumb ass for the show. Right, yeah. I didn't. Anywho, um, right, it's so self-involved. When people will say that, you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking about me here? Yeah, no, I'm not talking about you. And then secondly, you people be like, do you go in on the audience? Oh, yeah, sure. I can't wait to go into the audience, go in, go in on the audience that came out to pay for the show to see us. Right. And then I'm going to say some fly shit so somebody come on stage to whoop my ass, right. which is not going to happen. Um, but I'm just saying, but your attempt will be appreciated. That's all bad um, comedy clips they see on the internet. They right, just right, think everyone's you. fighting. No one has time. Right. And the thing is, uh, comedy, I don't need to belittle someone to be funny yeah. Yeah. i really don't look like, for the joke i don't have to right secondly i i'm my comedy is based off the audience how audience makes me feel depending on the crowd right and what i feel like talking about yeah, yeah it's gonna be fun you're you're on edge because of, of the the episode that we just did and all the irking that we did but yeah we did a it's lot gonna of be fun on friday so we'll see how this show goes on Friday because now if Neil says, ooh, yeah, I'm busy next week for the podcast, that means he's not going to book me again and we're not going to be doing a podcast. Ooh. It's nothing better when you walk up to Neil and be like, so how did you like the show, Neil? Neil be like this. Uh, oh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I like your outfit a lot. Yeah, You're like, what the good. hell? Hair looks nice. You know what? Ignorant nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to make one joke on Neil. Uh, that yeah, you should. You should. Definitely. Now, where can they follow you at? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram under Comedian Sherry or on Facebook under Sherry Franklin. And please, everyone, make sure you check out our episodes. Make sure you subscribe. We are definitely going to work to get merchandise situated. 
because I've yep. been lunching. That's been my fault. Yeah, Neil's been on top of it. Tell and you. Neil's like, any minute, share my fire gas. But so we're going to get that situated. But make sure you subscribe, like, and please comment on our videos. And also message me. Let me know what you want to hear, what crime you want to talk about. Or let me know if you want to be a guest and spotlight your business. You're definitely welcome to come on. We're always looking to have guests on so you can shoot the shit with us, promote your business, or just get yourself out there in general. But, Neil, thank you so much. I appreciate this. So, uh, probably gonna need a cigar after this uh, podcast. It's a little rough paper route. <laughs> this was tough. Yeah, yeah, no. It but was. I mean, hey, oh, uh, any teasers are you thinking for maybe the next one? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I know. Okay. The, the crazy part is, goodness knows, you got more than enough to pick from. Yeah. I want to do, this is the thing, I want to do Dahmer and I want to do Bundy. But I mean, Oof. of course, everyone knows a lot on that. But but yeah. if I bring that, though, I'm going to bring stuff that's not was not easily or readily available. Right. Another guest that I, I, I want, he said he'd do it at some point. Uh, White Boy Rick. He okay. said he'd do the podcast. And I, I would like to hear his story from him all that time he spent in jail. Yeah. It's huge. That's crazy. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll see you guys next time. Yes, definitely. Thanks for tuning in to Crimes to Remember. I'm Sherry Franklin and the great Neil Woods. Make sure you catch us at Friday's show. Thank you. This has been Crimes to Remember with comedian Sherry. Subscribe on YouTube at Crimes to Remember, rate and review us on your favorite audio platform, and follow us on Instagram at Comedian Sherry. How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast, speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop 10 Media Production.